This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good summer afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. As per usual on Monday, Jeff Jordan joins me. <laughs> Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air. I think the heating is not there, but the air hopefully is. And Lee Calvin, always need money. Financial planner for uh, Edward Jones. Two great sponsors, great friends, great great fans of Rutherford County sports in general. Jeff, there's a, several things that fall under the category I never thought I'd live to see the day. Mm-hmm. Most of it based upon the uh, COVID pandemic that we're involved with. I heard coming over here that uh, Notre Dame is going to struggle for a football schedule, it appears, with so many conferences going to conference-only play. And they are a partial conference member of Atlantic Coast. I think they played five games there, right? Right. I believe that's right. I believe that's right. I know it's not all, which means if that happens, they're down to five games. Unless the ACC, which they said they're going to do, is will help them out, so to speak. That said, does that mean Notre Dame will maybe look at the idea that maybe I need to jump into a conference right quick and at some point in time and quit going this thing alone? I I would doubt that. I I, I don't. You you don't really force Notre Dame to do anything. Well, I understand. No, I, I don't. <laughs> no, it would be. It would not be forced. Yeah. But it, you know, you're looking around and right. You, at least it starts a conversation, at least what might happen there. Uh, second part of that is I never thought I'd live to see the day that conferences would play a conference-only schedule. Let's say the SEC for sure. I mean, they've been adamant about stick, sticking with eight games in a 12-game schedule rather than play that ninth bloodbath game or a tenth bloodbath game against each other because they don't want to beat each other up. But, Jeff, it appears to get more than eight games. They're going to have to do that. Now, they're toying with the idea, I'm told, playing 10 conference games this year, which means you're going to play just about everybody. There's going to be a lot. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be interesting. for, for I'm, not an, I'm not a big SEC fan per se, but i got to say it would be very interesting to watch that uh, conference play week after week after week when all these people have to play each other all the time. I think Vanderbilt's phone is ringing. <laughs> hey, we, we certainly want to play you. We... Well, I think that'll be I think that'll be given out by the conference office. I don't think that. Uh, oh, okay. I don't think they're going to be able to take on suitors one way or the other. I don't know. Well, they will have to clearly. Uh, all these conferences are, I would assume. I, well, I'm certain of it. They're going to have to have a meeting and redraw out the schedule. Oh, okay, you you can't just go into your schedule as it is right now. I wouldn't think you'd want to do that and play. Five or six or seven well, conference won't games. Won't the purpose be to if you're only playing ten games instead of twelve to be able to back up your season a couple of weeks and, and start two weeks later? That, okay, you could uh, do that. I think you're you're speaking toward that. Well, otherwise end. you're going to wipe out your present schedule entirely, dates and everything, and then you're going to decide you're going to get together and draw or do whatever you want to do to decide when and where you're going to play. Yeah, I don't know how else to do it. I I don't know. I'm not involved with in that part. C of this whole thing is the Middle Tennessee's of the world, Jeff, or the Probably the big losers in the whole process. The, the the money games. I think I was told that the games that probably probably will be canceled by the uh, power conferences that are considered money games to the Middle Tennessee's of the world is over sixty million dollars. Middle struggles already. I mean, they're not alone. Western Kentucky does. Everybody in the, pretty much everyone anyone in the uh, conference USA Sun Belt range struggle with money. 
And now you take this away, and it's it's really going to be tougher. I would I would think it is, and it it may it may be one of those situations that look if we're going to lose money, and and we are, um, and and we're not just a constant problem. It might be better just not to have a schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate it, hate it, but. Uh, it, it, that may be the easiest way out. Well, there's going to be some well, – again, you're waiting for shoes to fall. We talked off the air, and we'll get into this a little bit more. Right now, everybody in high school sports in Tennessee waiting for what happens with the TSSAA and the governor's office about what high school football is going to be like. And I don't <laughs> being held hostage by that, I'm not going to say that's the right word, but until that is decided, it's pretty difficult to plan out the rest of the, the fall season. Well, if it wasn't – I'll use the word tragic. I guess it is tragic, really. Um, I would be lightly amused that uh, <laughs> that the, the governor of Tennessee is waiting on the TSSAA, and the TSSAA is waiting on the governor of Tennessee. This may be Christmas, the way these people work, uh, before we find out anything. But well, anyway. I'm pretty confident right now that it is the TSSAA waiting on the governor. I'm, I'm pretty confident that's that's where the waiting is. But as you say, you got to think that he may have – other things on his plate besides trying to go oh, yeah. down that road. Now, has he got minions working for, on his behalf? I imagine the minions are probably called attorneys. So, uh, but, again, uh, if you're waiting on an attorney, <laughs> be careful now. Do we have a caller on the line? Yes, we do. Maybe. Just in time. <laughs> Counselor, what's up? How's it going, Tim? Well, I, okay, we know you're not an attorney, so go right ahead. No, I'm not. No, I'm not an attorney. No, Don't I play, play one on, on TV. I, I play one on TV, though, but I'm not in real life. But, uh, no, I, I just want to say, uh, guys, I was reading an article this morning in the paper about all this. You know, the, uh, the smaller school, you're talking about Middle Tennessee being effective. ACC goes to conference games only. Uh, there are three, three independent schools out there. Uh, New Mexico State, UMass, and Connecticut. Uh, they're independent. They don't go out in the conference. None of them are. And so they say that if, if all these other big leagues, go to the conference on like ACC and ACC. They say the only way that they could have a season is play themselves. And New Mexico State said – They'd have to play each other three out of five, wouldn't they? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see how they want to do it. They do it. But New Mexico State, if they're playing two money games this year. One of them is with UCLA. Of course, that's already canceled now. That's a fact. We ought not do that. canceled. They're playing Florida, too. And so they said that if they don't play the money games they got this year, it's either their AD or their president. One of them said they'd have to take out a loan their program, you know, for their athletic program, and the only way they could pay it back is to play more of the uh, of the money games for football to guarantee money to pay it back, to pay the loan back. They have to take it out. And also what I've heard, is, I know on Friday Chip was talking about it, that the MAC, the MAC schools were thinking about suing the a Big Ten, the schools the Big Ten, because they, they say they're going to lose about $10 or $11 million that their school is going to all these money games. I know Kentucky's playing two MAC schools this year at home. So they're playing too. So I don't know if, if the SEC goes to goes to uh, you know all of, what you call it, uh, uh, conference games only. Right. So two games will be lost. But I think the SEC is going to wait to the the, the, the the 15th hour, probably just September one, to make a decision. Probably uh, the SEC is going to do that. They're, they're going to be the last ones to make it. Because in the SEC, it just means more. You know, it just means more. Never know. Never know. It means more. But uh, I do want to say, I hope you guys. Too, I hope you guys have, have stock in Gatorade because we're going to need some about when it's going to be. He next is going to be 100 to 105. So I, I, I thought maybe they might want to pop on the pads early and the practice on they ain't going to be able to do it. But but, uh, but I don't know what Tillamay's going to do either. They kind of punted, punted the other day. I know they've got a meeting in a couple of weeks. I say they're going to have to make a decision by then at least to let these coaches know because I know a lot of coaches were, were disappointed about it. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know how Jeff feels about the tell us of is one of his favorite organizations. <laughs> I know he, he, just, he just can't wait. I know he can't wait to tell us about the Redskins, change their name. And one final thing I'll say about that, there's a guy that's got about six or seven different uh, uh, names, like one of them statues and, and awards, different things, and Red Tail Hawks, and he's got them all trademarked. And they say Daniel Snyder wants one of them names for his team. So they say this guy got, got him holding hostage now. What about that? that? Hey, Jeff, that what do you think about that? That's how much money they can do. So I'm just hanging up. All right, thank you. I can show very Thank you. I've heard of that with the, you know, email addresses. People buy up the email addresses so that they don't need, but somebody else may need it, so they'll give them some cash. That, somebody was thinking ahead. I don't know how far it'll go, but I bet they'll come up with something. Well, I, you know, I, I think we probably need to take a break at this point. Well, I think so, too. I, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Break time. Get them, Dalton.
Ascension St. Thomas ER care teams are here for you with strong safety measures in place to protect you and your family. If you have concerns about a heart attack, stroke, difficulty breathing, or a severe mental health condition, don't delay care. Go directly to the ER or call 911. Delaying care could make your condition worse and make it more difficult to recover. Ascension St. Thomas Emergency Care is available 24-7. Find a location at GetSTHealthCare.com. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920, East Main. The best barbecue for miles around is in 1920, East Main. You can buy it by the pound, sandwich, platter, or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. Just like pig barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick pig barbecue. It's the best. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Where does MTSU football and CUSA stand now that some conferences are taking drastic measures? Chip Walters has more. Conference USA is evaluating options for a fall sports season at a time that conferences across the country are taking drastic actions. The quote from Judy McLeod, Commissioner of Conference USA, says, We're continuing to discuss with our membership, but no decisions have been made. We're receiving advice from medical experts and examining all options. College sports were shut down, of course, in March due to the spread of COVID-19. Conference USA was forced to call off its men's and women's basketball tournament uh, following first-round games. The league, of course, later canceled its spring sports season and spring football practice. The NCAA men's basketball tournament was called off shortly after Conference USA made its move. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back in All Sports Talk. Jeff Jordan joins me today. Jeff, the, uh, the question that was brought up by the caller about, or the, the comment, I guess, about the three schools that are independents that have no conference to, at all. Do you think Conference USA I, – I believe they will. I think Conference USA will go to Conference only play, too. If they're not going to get to play the money games, they're not probably going to turn around and want to go traveling off to places that uh, they don't have to go. Would Would you think that right? Either that or no season at all. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would think that would be the practical thing to do. And these three schools that uh, the caller was talking about, I think my solution there would be that I just wouldn't play at all. I don't see how they can. But It, um, it, it appears. I'm not taking out any loans, you know, to – I'm not going to do that. By the way, mm-hmm. falling back under the category of I never thought I'd live to see this thing, is talking today about Florida State has cut its athletic budget by 25%. Part of it has to be because they've got $14 million that they have to pay to Willie Taggart, who's no longer coaching there. I mean, can you imagine being a booster and putting money into it to pay $14 million to some cat that's not there, yet we're cutting the budget, the full budget by – 25 percent that that's a tough one to sell them and, and that's going to have more than one place i guess yes and and really tim i think it, the big picture is that obviously the virus has put us in this position okay i understand that that's pretty obvious but really at the root of all of this professional high school all of it is money yes that that's at the root and uh, if we didn't have these big bills to pay and and 
so sometimes it's it's a good thing we're playing football because so we can support other things in the case of universities and high schools um well it's we got to have the money and um the as far as i know i i don't i i couldn't swear that this is true but i think this is true the, the taxpayers i know in rutherford county they don't support through their taxes athletics right or or band or a lot of other things other than just the very fundamental things that you've got to have to put that on like an instructor and a facility to do it in um and so they need the money to, to do that and so we've we've almost got to play well we may not play uh, and money's got to come from somewhere <laughs> the carnage it's kind of hard to predict exactly where this all land this time next year i guess we i hope Good Lord, surely we passed it by, by then and being able to look back and say this is this is what the effects have long-term have been. But, Jeff, there's going to be some very long-lasting effects. There clearly are going to be sports in many universities that are going to just be wiped out altogether. They just never – they're not going to play this year and they're never going to play again. I, I hate to agree with that, but I do agree with it. I, I think there's going to be some places that um, um, maybe it'll be more of the Conference USA level or below that. Um but it's you're, I think you're I think you're right, I, and there may be some sports that get canceled as a result of this, and they never come back um, because there's no money to support them. And it's nothing is is forever. We, we have we have ridden this football thing to the tune of billions of dollars, and now suddenly it's gone, at least temporarily. Closer to home, Jeff, I, I'm I'm convinced there will be high schools in Tennessee that will see football go by the boards. The, the schools that are have been struggling to get uh, players out and, and make the thing happen, I, I don't see some of these schools surviving it altogether. All it's just a <clears throat> I, it's a reason, probably a good reason in this case, that some of these schools probably need to drop it. It would be better for all concerned maybe. Maybe so. There are a, a lot of schools, as you well know, in uh, in the state of Tennessee, that do not play football, and and one major reason that they don't play football now size has something to do with it most most of the time. Sure, they're smaller schools, um, but it's so expensive, and it, it 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 is expensive just just to helmet, just to outfit a team is a crushing financial obligation. Well, clearly in the South, football is sacred, and uh, in, in the idea of not playing football. But Jeff, I grew up in Indiana. I've been watching more TV than I normally do and going through YouTube and finding things. And I've kind of researched the movie Hoosiers a good bit. I grew up in Indiana where basketball was sacred. I mean, it's just every everybody played basketball there. Jeff, I grew I, I went to a high school that was over 500 <clears throat> students in high school that did not have football, which is hadn't happened in Tennessee in the last 40 years, has it? Well, a school that size. I, I would think most of them with that size of enrollment, probably the large majority of them do have a football team, yes. Well, I mean, when you look at Eagleville, who doesn't have a population anywhere, I don't know, I won't say anywhere close to that big, but it's not 500 students in high school, I don't think. No, it? it's not. All right. I don't think so. It's and, close, but and, not and, there. And they're double A? Yeah. So you get down to single A, you got schools that, that have to have less than that. But anyway, all that, all that said, um, it'll be interesting – Unfortunately, interesting to see how it falls. Uh, Rutherford County Schools, Jeff, I think we'll survive this, but it's going to be a it's going to be some scars that are going to have to be healed over some way somehow. Yes, and you don't. Uh, well, of course, a school does not have to offer no a certain sport if they don't want to, uh, and usually the the principal would decide that. Um, and I, I, um, I don't think that all the sports that we have in middle school and high school, not not everybody has everything, right? In middle school, that's probably true. Yeah. In high schools, it's pretty close to is it pretty close to being one hundred percent. I can't say that for sure. Middle schools, you got several schools that don't offer everything, uh, but they offer instead of seventeen sports, they offer fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not it's not bare bones uh, at all anywhere. Incidentally, you you're talking about basketball being number one where 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 you grew up. My my great grandson, basketball is the only sport. Is that right? Yes. And he's how old? He's three. 
Oh, good. <laughs> now, you're laughing, and that's okay. I, I, I got no problem with that no. at all. But believe I, me, I basketball being over, and it's been over, of course, how long? I mean, you know, sometime he's still upset, and he still asks. And he still wants to know. Is he not able to go to sleep at night or anything? Well, no, he's okay there. But uh, uh, eating, sleeping, and other things, bodily functions are no problem. <laughs> Thank but you. It's okay. But he, 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 uh, he, every once in a while, in every conversation, he says, basketball's all done. All done with basketball. Have a favorite player or team or anything like that? Well, he, he, he's, he's a Middle Tennessee fan, of course. Okay. He doesn't you know, go to high school uh, sports or anything. There's no connection there. Between his mom and dad, and, and a specific school, um, as far as going to their games is concerned, except football, uh, uh, he occasionally do that. But he, he, that's fine. He's okay with that. But he wants to go to MTSU basketball, and he's got the cheers down, and he knows what the <laughs> band is doing. Whatever, he's a pet man. He's all over it. All there. All yes. right. You yeah, just turned three, by the way. By the way, uh, uh, this past, um, let's see, uh, uh, Friday was his third birthday, okay? This is, uh, um, he's um, uh, my granddaughter's child, all right? Has he had the opportunity to meet the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, who happens to be on our show? I I don't think he's. That'd be like meeting Santa Claus, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, he'd love that. I don't (laughs) think he's met him yet, but uh, he, he, he probably will pretty soon. He's getting big enough to. Handle himself, so we'll, we'll see. All right, see Chip mentions him in this uh, next week. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and we'll be, we'll be right back with Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled Workers' Day. At this moment, I'm a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. We've seen a couple of accidents out here in the last 10, 15 minutes. They've been pretty much minor accidents. Busy on 231 here over the interstate. A lot of that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Stop and go section of the Middle Tennessee Boulevard up by the college. It's busy in the normal spots out here right now for this time of the afternoon. But that perfect getaway just outside of Gatlinburg. Check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on now. CosbyCreekCabins.com I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon on News Radio WGNS. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. 
All right, it's time for Chip Walters with the uh, Monday Report. Go ahead, Chip. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And coming up on Wednesday, it will be the third Zoom webinar hosted by the Blue Raider Athletic Department. And I hope you have the uh, that on your schedule for noon on Wednesday. I'm already doing my homework because this one is going to be a little bit different. It's the third event titled Moving Forward While Looking Back, a conversation with Blue Raider legends. It will feature six Middle Tennessee greats from different sports and different eras. The uh, panel for this webinar will include from baseball, Bryce Brents and Clay Snellgrove, from women's basketball, Alicia Clark and Heather Prater-Warren, from Blue Raider football, the incomparable Kendall Newson, and from Blue Raider golf, Mike Harmon. All six of these individuals had a tremendous impact on their sport and uh, also on the landscape of Blue Raider athletics during their respective eras. So that's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to get in questions early, you can do that by sending them to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. That's radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, turning to football, the Maxwell Football Club today announced its watch list for the 26th annual Chuck Bednarik Award, and Middle Tennessee's Reed Blankenship made the prestigious list for the second year in a row. The Bednarik Award has been presented to the College Defensive Player of the Year since 1995. Chuck Bednarik, former standout with Penn and with the Philadelphia Eagles, is a member of the College Football Hall of Fame's class of 1969 and the NFL Hall of Fame's class of 1967. Blankenship earned second-team all-conference recognition last year despite missing the final five games of the season with an injury. He ranked tied for first nationally in block kicks with two, was fourth on the team in tackles with 58 to go with two interceptions, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Again, congratulations as Reed Blankenship on the watch list for the 2020 Bednarik Award. The Adams Tennis Complex, home of the Middle Tennessee men's and women's tennis programs, recently received a major technology upgrade as the PlaySite Smart Court was installed. Last week it was put in. The PlaySite system has already generated a lot of excitement around the two programs. The PlaySite Smart Court analyzes all spec of gameplay, including but not limited to serve speed, ball rotation, and, and more. PlaySite also stores all of the team's workouts and home matches in the cloud so that players and coaches are able to go back and review the play either through the on-court consoles or online at home. So that is a, a big deal for Coach Jimmy Borendame and uh, Coach Teo Bailey Duvall for their programs as that has been included now out at uh, the Adams Tennis Complex. While growing up, Kenneth Gelstrap always enjoyed reading, but being a black student, he didn't see much on his school's library shelves that really related to him or what motivated him. The former Middle Tennessee defensive back and current Blue Raider cornerback coach always wanted to change that for the younger generation of African-American kids. He recently fulfilled that dream, self-publishing his first book, called The Boy from the Swamp. It is self-published, and there is a story on GoBlueRaiders.com you can go to, and it will you will be able to, uh, to order it for your child. And again, uh, first time publishing for Kenneth Gilstrap. A lot of things happening in college football, moving parts as far as the game and the schedule being played this fall. We'll be catching you up on that, plus more coming up tomorrow. Don't forget that uh, brand new, all of our uh, Blue Raider Insider reports, as well as All Sports Talk and MTSU Games and Coaches Shows, those podcasts can now all be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Thank you, Chip. Uh, Jeff, just so much going on in this in this old world that we can talk about, uh, sports included, hockey, mm-hmm. baseball, mm-hmm. basketball. Nothing's happening in any of those areas. No, but, and, and <laughs> soccer is trying to play, but Jeff, they're sputtering pretty badly too. Unfortunately, they've got hit by the virus pretty hard. And was it Dallas and Nashville, I think. I know there's two teams that just had to pull out altogether. The Nashville team and I'm not a soccer guy at all but there are a lot of people that are and oh, it's, yeah. and it's major league soccer and I want I would love to have seen them be successful and they may yet be but up to this point they have got to be the most jinxed team in sports they played two games they lose them both I think they went somewhere to play another one and it got canceled like weren't they warming up I think so something and then they go to 
to Florida to this tournament, and they've been practicing and so forth, and they get down there and and they test them. I think they tested them down there, and nine of them yeah. had, had the virus. So that, that pretty much pulls the plug, doesn't it? That wiped them out. And so now they're back wherever they go and uh, quarantining, I guess. And my goodness, they can't seem to get it together. But, uh, I, I, you know... We may find other teams that uh, are doing oh, that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of NBA players. As I said, this time next year, looking back, what kind of carnage will we see? I'm not sure I could bet very big, big money that all four of these professional sports leagues are going to make it to the end of the year. Uh, some may, some may not. But it, mm. you, I can see the look on your face. You wouldn't. No. <laughs> you wouldn't parlay that either, would you? I would not. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the the NBA has already got problems. Um, and I, I apologize for not knowing the name of this player. And I bet somebody out there knows very well what I'm talking about. But he went to uh, he went to uh, 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 the bubble, I guess. Yes, that's, that's, that's Disney yeah. World? Is yeah. that Orlando? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And anyway, he's there. His team is practicing, blah, 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 blah. He leaves the bubble and goes and picks up food somewhere. And he, <laughs> and he comes back and, of course – that, Boom! You can't do that, <laughs> and he's he's done now for a while. But uh, uh, Westbrook of the of the of the Thunder, he, he's out for temporarily. Uh, and when you start combining that with the uh, the problems they always have, like the, the Lakers, uh, Rondo, their their point guard broke, broke his broke, finger, broke his thumb, yeah, and he's done. Um, and, and I think it's going to be about like what you and I said about uh, maybe three weeks ago, and that is that if enough people don't play or hurt or have the virus or whatever, this thing may, could be wide open. Sure. Because, I mean, after all, you can be a good team, but if your star player isn't there, uh, you become just the average team, and, and average teams don't win championships as a general rule. Major League Baseball 10 days away from playing baseball, Jim. Yeah, that's right. And it, it it appears to me that they're going to get that first game in. I don't know how many it'll go. I hope they go all the way through the World Series. But right now, it it appears that uh, they're going to get things off and swinging and uh, see how she flies. Have you found um, uh, interest in that among your peers and colleagues and people talking baseball like they normally would? And uh, yeah, I think I think everybody's really? anxious for. Anything to come back. Well, I, well yeah. I, I'm, I'm desperate to watch something on television besides Andy Griffith reruns. Yes, I, I, I get that, and that's and, <laughs> and there's so much stuff on there I cannot watch. I just I'm cannot, with you. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Really, really, there's some terrible stuff on TV. Yes, I mean horrible. Um, Somebody's and, watching though, Jeff. Somebody there has to be an audience. They wouldn't be on, would they? We. <laughs> We've turned on the TV at home, and my wife, she'll just say, move on, move on, move on. This guy, and you're right about Andy Griffith. Uh, uh, you, you'll find that, and Don, Don will say, well, you know, I've seen this one. Let's watch it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we have found, though, this this has helped somewhat at the Jordan household. We have found uh, Me TV. Okay. All right. And Carol Burnett is on. Oh, good. Half an hour. Yodeling now. now, right? Oh, you're doing the Tarzan yell. She's on. And uh, and then he's followed by Perry Mason, Twilight Zone, uh, Alfred Hitchcock Hour. You're an oldie man. I'm going all the way up in the middle of the night. Now, I'm not up. I'm not watching these things. <laughs> and Mannix. I, I love Mannix. I like Mike Connors. So, okay, we tape some of that stuff. So, we do have something every once in a while to watch, you know. Um, but the, the late night TV has all been reruns now for two weeks. Um, the 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 um, you know the monologue guys, and um, about the only sports on they 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 had some golf this weekend, which was very exciting. I saw the tail end of it only because I was waiting on something else to come on. They were there. Yeah, uh, one guy, and I don't know any of them um, really. Um, one guy drained a fifty three foot putt, and the other guy hit a, hit a twenty five footer at the time, and he did. He did. Yes. And then they went to the next hole, and they tied that, and they went to the next hole. And, Somebody won it. I don't know. And the, and the race car people have been on. Um, and uh, um, they are, you know, running laps in very fast cars and bumping each other and getting mad and trading paint and all that kind of stuff. I guess that's kind of exciting. But other than that, there hadn't been much on. So uh, I, I assume pretty soon we're going to have uh, wall-to-wall baseball. Would that be right? I would think they're going to be playing 10 o'clock in the morning through midnight. Wouldn't you think? 
I guess so. In a TV studio they call Great American Ballpark or Turner Field, or not Turner Field anymore. What is it in Atlanta now? I don't remember. I don't recall. Anyway, wherever. I think I think that's what you're going to see. They're not going to worry about when the fans can show up at the ballpark because the fans aren't going to show up at the ballpark. They're going, right. to, they're going to do it so they can play at 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock game at night. Has hockey, has hockey chosen their, their two? Yeah, they both of them in Canada. Toronto and Edmonton, I think. Really? Absolutely, yes. It started today. Okay. How about that? All right. But, well, the, hey, TV streams across from Canada just like it does anyplace else. So oh, yeah. Who's to, who's to know and who's to care? Well, I have not I have had very few people mention anything to me uh, except about high school sports and some about MTSU. I've had some people that have mentioned it. and But people have kind of, and you mentioned this, you've mentioned this about every week. People have kind of, well, they don't like it, but they've learned to live without it. Yeah. Maybe I'm that, that way, too. I miss it, but, and I have to admit that for years I'd come home every day from school when I was teaching or now otherwise, and I'd check those baseball standings and I want to know what my guy was hitting and all that kind of stuff, you know, and and follow it. But uh, Sounds like you nipped it in the bud. I think I've, uh, <laughs> I'm no longer addicted. <laughs> all right, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back. We've got to talk about – Hail to the Redskins no more. Hey, right after this. all new Redskins. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Jeff Jordan in his uh, Elmo t-shirt joins me today. Jeff, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Colvin for your financial needs. I, I mean, what a shirt that is. It is a shirt, and I might I'm like to point out here that Elmo is on my shirt. My wife made the shirt. Oh, is that right? That is correct. It's handmade, and it's, it's and she has one with. Uh, don't cookie. tell me she drew that Elmo on there. I, I don't know where she got it. I'm not allowed to know her secrets, but um, she has, I think, a uh, Cookie Monster. I think, but my <laughs> great grandson loves those characters. Loves Sesame Street, and uh, and what's not to love? Uh, that's right. And so they uh, th- these were worn to his third birthday party. So. There Jeff, what in the world will you do with all your Redskins stuff? Because it's it's clear that it's been announced that the Redskins are officially going to change their name. It's just a matter of when and to what. I don't know. I may be like your office uh, at, at the school board. I've got a few hats. Uh, but I think that's about all I've got so now. You're start a Jordan Light. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what am I talking about? Museum? I don't know. I, I may have a pullover or something uh, with Redskins on it, but you can still wear that stuff. As a matter of fact, now it's antique. <laughs> this is the way things were. I, as, as I've said many times, that, that logo should have been changed years ago, and the name should have been changed years ago, and it wasn't. And, uh, and I'll say this for Snyder, um, the owner, um, who has struggled mightily with just about every aspect of owning an NFL football team. Um, he, uh, he, just, he just cannot bring himself to be gracious. He just can't do it. Even when he has clearly lost, and uh, but anyway, I understand. I just 
I really don't know much about this. I just read today that they had agreed to retire the logo and the name, right? Yes. And part of the logo, part of it. And uh, they're going to keep the colors. They're going to rename the team. I assume they're going to do that pretty quick. Um, uh, and that's that's really all I know about it. I think they had taken off a lot of the uh, Redskin uh, 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 shirts and stuff as has left the shelves and but i don't know the details apparently cleveland indians may be the next to change their name it, it was announced at least i heard it today that atlanta braves have sent out to their fans and season ticket holders that they are going to retain the name braves which i certainly don't find anything disparaging about braves i don't find anything disparaging mm-hmm. about indians i can i can see the redskins part of it but uh but uh the tomahawk chalk and uh, chop and, and jeff there are Warriors, one right here in town that uses the name Warriors, which could be a lot of things. But they basically have gone the, the route of of the Indian kind of warrior there. I don't know if they'll change their name, but they may may have to look at a little bit of uh, changing their approach to that name. Well, and and um, I remind the public, not that this matters, but, I mean, I was at Riverdale for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, they also have the chop, yes. as you know. Uh, and and the, uh, uh, the the Indian stuff in the background and the campus is covered up with pictures of, of Indians and chiefs and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know whether uh, I, I, I can say this, and my wife asked me this, and, I, and I'll say this to you. Well, when they started talking about changing the Redskins, you know, and the word was that we will never change the Redskins, never. Never. Well, we're going we're going to change the Redskins. We may, and we now we're going to do the Indians, which, and I agree with you. I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary at all. But they're going to do that. So, Braves, Warriors. Um, I, I I I don't know where we go from there. How far we can go with this uh, to assume that people are going to be offended by something? I, I can remind you that it's the Barfield Braves. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's and we have a city school, Black Fox. I mean, and that's meant to honor the Black Fox. Sure. Uh, so I don't know uh, where you go with with all of this. I, I I don't I don't have any idea how far you go with it. But to say, and I would agree with you, by the way. Well, we're not going. I'm, we're going to issue a press release that we're not going to change. Well, okay, <laughs> you can issue a press release if you want to, but uh, eventually we may change it. We'll see. Kind of hard to see what happens. You have a favorite uh, for the. Uh former Redskins being a no. fan that you are are, are, uh, I, you, are you as big a fan of the team as you have been in the past or is, is that waned at all with you pandemic or whatever oh I oh I'd say a number of years ago that I, I I'm, I've always been a fan and uh, uh, well for 50 years I guess I guess that counts um, but uh, I'm not you know as all fired up as I used to be part of that's got to be the fact that they've just not done very well no they hadn't that's in right a while. I mean if, if they would jump up and get into a Super Bowl they might bump you up a little bit you think? I think so I, I, I agree with that I uh, now also some of this is uh, was, was rooted back uh, uh, with my daughter who was a Dallas fan well I can't stand Dallas I, I, I absolutely despise uh, any good Redskin or Washington <laughs> fan couldn't anything with Cowboys on it I hate but boy I tell you what I've got a lot of opposition to that uh, but um, the, you know the, the, I'll, I'll mention them because they were both great guys and neither one are with us anymore Dave Womack not Andy Womack now Dave Womack was an insurance salesman here in town, wonderful human being, and and Dennis Rainier, who you knew well. Oh sure, uh, tremendous guy. I uh, was a big Redskin fan, and we used to watch games together and that sort of thing. And uh, and and they're no longer here. And uh, uh, most of the people around here uh, that I talk to, on a, uh, you know, any kind of base, they either Dallas, the Titans, or the Steelers. M- most of those people are one of those three teams. There are other. Obviously, yes. others, but you know another people, another per, uh, team that could have a problem with the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure, I mean, you know, I mean th- th- that's Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, <laughs> the, the problem w- goes Chief, on. Wouldn't Chief be a positive name? I would think so. I mean, I, I think Warriors was. I mean, a positive I think that's the state. discussion that we'll have uh, about any of those things. Uh, is what will happen with all that? I think we could maybe agree. I'm not sure that everybody would agree. I, I, I know. I know everybody wouldn't agree. But, uh, okay, Chiefs, Warriors, you know, Indians are okay. But I think, to me, there's a big difference between those names and Redskins. Yes. Redskins, to me, is racial. 
I, I don't care for that at all. As much as I love the Redskins, I don't care for the name. I, I think it is racial, and I'm glad they're changing it. And he could have done this 10 years ago, you know, and it all been over. Before never came along? Yeah, before never came along. I'm never going to change the name, you know. Well, he could have changed it and made millions hey, and changed it. He's going to make money off this thing now. He will. That's I mean, exactly right. Lots of new paraphernalia if you just take it on. I'll have to get you, another hat. You, <laughs> you brought up a part, one, we'll take a break on this, maybe come back and talk about it in the last five minutes we've got or so, about how interest wanes when you don't win. Cincinnati Reds, my team, people know that out there. But, Jeff, I, clearly, the last 10 years, I have not been as devout as I would. But I'll jump sky high if they happen to get into the World Series sure. again. So, uh, people like winners, and I get that. And that's why they work awfully hard to try to get there in lots of ways, including spending lots of money. Well, I, I think we need a, another big red machine. I don't know where we're going to find the players, but we've got a machine. It just it just sputters. It <laughs> can't get it started, can we? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Wrap things up on All Sports Talk after this. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. We've seen a couple of accidents out here in the last 10, 15 minutes. They've been pretty much minor accidents. Busy on 231 here over the interstate. A lot of that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard up by the college. It's busy in the normal spots out here right now for this time of the afternoon. For that perfect getaway just outside of Gatlinburg, check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on now. Cosby CreekCabins.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank sponsors this portion of All Sports Talk. First Bank, where I just dropped off a ton of money. So there's a good place to go get a loan right now. <laughs> yes. I take that back. I wrote the check and all my money's gone, Jeff. But uh, good folks no, at First not. Bank. <laughs> good, good folks at First Bank. I encourage you to give them a shot. They got banks all over the state of Tennessee. First Bank right here in Murfreesboro. I've got a, I've got a quick sports story if you don't mind. I right, go ahead. Right and ahead. I did not know this. I've got, and, a, I've got a longer sports story. Oh, okay, right I did not know this until today. But you were talking about being tied to a team, okay? Well, I'm reading this book right now, 1945. That's the, that's the title of the book. Okay. And it is a story from uh, Franklin Roosevelt's death until, uh, until Truman um, dropped the bomb on, on the atomic what was bomb. That, six months? And it was, um, uh, I forget how many days, but uh, about 150, 140 days, something like it's, that. It's, it's, it seems like four, yeah. four, five, six months. And it was August 6th, when, so that's, that's coming up here. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, that's really got nothing to do with what I'm saying, but there was a guy, that, they had about a nine or ten man crew on the Enola Gay, which was the name of the plane that dropped the bomb. And there was a guy on there who was from New York. He was from Brooklyn. He wore a Brooklyn hat. And he refused to take the hat off. He said it was his lucky hat. He was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. He was not taking the hat off. No need even talking to him about it. And he wore it <laughs> all the time, including during this bombing run. And in the two pictures that I saw of the crew, he's wearing his hat with a big B on it. And, the, and if it had been in color, which it wasn't, blue. And, and I just thought, oh, there's a guy that is really, you know, 
he's he's wrapped up in his team. Maybe a bit overboard. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Well, that's why they call fans, right? Fanatics. Well, yeah, I guess that's. And some folks are. Uh, you finished with your story? I am done. I'm done. I, I got just... a trivia question for Dalton. You can chime in on this if you happen to know as well. The, the town, Knightstown, Indiana, or the person Bobby Plum. <laughs> any idea who those people are? I know them well. Yeah, they're just over at the house. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Well, as I said, I've been watching the movie Hoosier, so I've delved into their uh, history a good bit. Nightstown, Indiana, is where the Huskers, they were called, gymnasium. That's where they used the gym, gymnasium in Nightstown, Indiana, and it's still there. It's kind of a museum now to the movie Hoosiers. And Bobby Plum, Jimmy Chitwood was the star player, and Bobby Plum was the star player on Milan, Indiana, who won the state championship in 1954, which is where the story was based out of. So Bobby Plum was the Jimmy Chitwood of the true Milan Indians, they were called, in 1954, that beat uh, uh, Muncie Central. Muncie Central is a school about the size of Oakland, Riverdale, and so, so forth, and Milan about the size of uh, Las Casas. So, anyway, there you go. Well, Stump the band one more time. Yeah. <laughs> we... Uh, yeah. Well, the the you know the last second shot in the championship game in that movie yeah. was taken from the exact same spot exactly on right. the floor that uh, Bobby Plum. If you shot if you shot. look if you look at Bobby Plum in '54 on the old video, he starts at the top of the key. They clear out the top. He jukes to the left, comes back to the right, elbow right side, <laughs> hammers it home. Which is exactly the way Jimmy Chitwood does it to win the state championship. In, and in nobody came out the double team him. Nobody did anything. Well. <laughs> I was amazed. You got to recognize in, in fifty, in fifty four, fifty one, whatever, basketball strategy was far, far, far different than it is today. I, I guess because you, you're right. You know what? In the in the true in the true uh, film with Milan, they took the other four players and put them on the left side sideline, and guess what happened with the Muncie Central players? They all followed. Over yeah. There. So they did. It's almost a one on one battle. Like junior pro. I, you know, I, I did a column years ago when I was writing sports and, and it was about what fans will do like uh, painting their garage door orange mm-hmm. you know the, the, that sort of thing and I, I taught school with a lady who now lives in Alabama but um, she she bought a car and her car was uh, and she coached there her car was Thurman Francis colors okay or, orange and blue and she was serious about her basketball. Would you? Can it go the opposite way? Are there people, me included, that would not buy a car of a certain color because it represents a team that you just really don't care much for? That is why I own Dallas no Cowboys, orange. For example. <laughs> I have no orange clothing, and I don't dislike UT. I just, uh, but when you wear it, people think, "Well, he's a UT fan." Absolutely. Orange is such a right. different color because you wear blue, red, or blue, and it doesn't stick out. Red doesn't stick out, but. Boy, Orange sure does, which is a plus, by the way. Yeah. If you want to get right down to it, that's the plus thing. We're done. I don't think we accomplished the daggone thing today, Jeff. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I had a good time. <laughs> but Monty Hale will be back in tomorrow, and I bet he'll get it all solved. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.